Well, it's good to be back with y'all. Uh, a little different episode this week. Um, basically me talking for a few minutes. Hope that's all right. Um, as you're driving or sitting in your house, cooking dinner, whatever, hopefully this gives you some clarity, some understanding of why I'm doing this podcast. So that's the title of this episode. It's my why, why I'm doing it. Um, I started this uh this was the, I guess, oh, yeah, this week last year was my first episode, um, yeah, doing this. And so I interviewed my friend Jonathan Henderson. Um, it's a fun episode. Uh, I, it's about 11, about t- the first 10 or 11 kind of have all the same themes, if some of y'all who were listening back then. Um, yeah, the, the initial start was all about... Um, one, it was a process of understanding my story. Uh, but two, it was um, just the power of people's story. And I had just friends, people I knew who I was like, they've got a great story. And um, I just thought it'd be beneficial for others to, to hear, to listen to, to connect to. Because um, I'm just realizing how, what a powerful thing it is for us to understand our story, where we're at, what we're doing. Um I think that the highs and lows, like just nothing is wasted in life. And if we continue to live like that, like walking around things, only choosing what's comfortable, then we miss the, really the beauty of life that, that sometimes um, peace comes from going through the conflict, through the challenge and not around it. Uh, sometimes it's easier said than done. <laughs> I'm guilty of that for sure. Um, but yeah, I, um, one of the things that really, so there's two resources that I'd love to give y'all um, that really helped me in, in figuring this out and was part of the interview process. So when I interviewed people, the, especially the first 11 episodes, was about really getting background. Where did people come from? Um, you know, then was kind of the climactic moment, what changed in their life that led them on the trajectory that they're on right now. And... Uh, yeah, kind of what like a big revelation, something that happened, you know, um, and then how, yeah, and then now at their own place, what practical things they do in their life from that revelation that they give away. That's part of, there's a big overflow of their life that benefits their friends, their community, even their business, people in general. Um, so yeah, if you can see that kind of narrative through throughout my interviewing process um that's usually over about six to eight questions um usually about 25 30 minute interviews uh, it's a lot of fun so just understanding people's story and hopefully that you you as a listener can connect to it can, you can go hey yeah oh yeah that happened to me i wasn't alone in that um that we i can't actually learn from things that happened in my life um, and one of the things that really helped me a resource is Donald, Miller, Donald Miller's podcast and his book. It's called uh, Building a Story Brand. Um, and he he started this consultant thing. Some of y'all know Don, Donald Miller from Blue Like Jazz, um, real famous book. But he, can't, he has his consulting business where he's helping people with their branding. And a big part of the branding is knowing your story 
Um, and therefore you can, and he uses um, the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell's kind of idea of helping, being the guide to somebody else's story, but you got to kind of understand yours so you can give it away. Um, and if any of y'all know the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell stuff. So I was really, that was kind of around the same time, his book, as well as um, um, I recommend a podcast. I got, he's out of Atlanta named Drew McClure. He kind of started coming to my church and speaking and kind of taught from this place of the hero's journey um, that really that's throughout the Bible through um, narratives and in literature and um, in movies uh, you know a big one is Luke Skywalker a lot of people use that example of the hero's journey that there's the safe place there's the call to um, to leave and usually you know, call to greatness, that call to leave, to leave your, what is safe and unknown. And usually there's a, there's a neglect there. There's a, like a avoidance of, of it. And then eventually you do and you leave home. And, and then there's usually the big revelation. You find the guide and then you come back and there's something, um, yeah, powerful and saving. I think a lot of people, we, we kind of... We, that's uh, becomes overwhelming, kind of big, and we think, well, well I don't want to have to leave home, or maybe you don't have to leave home. Maybe it's a more of a, a figurative, maybe an emotional, a mental, or a, than an actual physical leaving of home. Um, that's what happened in my story. I, I left home, um, so I was 26, and I went and worked out on a uh, like a camp, a guest ranch where I was on maintenance staff with a bunch of college guys and loved it. And I just, because I was so stuck. It's in the same place and felt like I was, you know, if I didn't do anything, I'd be in the same place five, ten years from now, and I didn't want to be in that same place. So I had to do something about it. Um, you know, and part of that was my relationship with God. I felt my relationship with God was uh, too Western. It was too easy it was all an idea it wasn't really a relationship and so that was part of going leaving it was a christian camp i went to and um such an instrument in my life had so many relationships guides as there were um revelation things that happened and it was just kind of outside of the box of what i knew was normal um yeah and then so the other thing so yeah so i mentioned drew mcclure so check out his podcast really helpful in understanding my uh yeah, my story, and I recommend you checking that out. Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey with Dream Core podcast, as well as Donna Miller's uh, B- Building a Story Brand. It's a book and his podcast. He interviews a lot of people that kind of do the same thing. Um, as well as you can check out my first 10, uh, maybe first 10 or 11 episodes. So, uh, and then, um, something that really kind of not changed direction I, it was just kind of finding harder to find people who had really fleshed out the story it's 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 um it's really difficult you know I, you know maybe it's me being judgmental or something i don't know but uh to find somebody who's really processed analyzed their story to a point where there is a high point there's a high revelation moment Powerful that's analyzed to the point where it's it's changed their life. Um, you know, maybe I needed to take more risk and find people, but um, 
but I kind of I pivoted to something that maybe a little bit shorter, a little easier to hand out, and I decided just to kind of interview people about stuff they're passionate about, something I thought was interesting that they I know that they do. Um, one was, you know, just a um, guy who's in college that has a real passion for photography, and I was like, I was just so curious to just pick his brain and some, hear his voice and what he does. And so it's really uh, just kind of more of my curiosity. And a lot of that came from actually a, a personal thing that happened to me um, about a few years ago. I want to say it was in 14 or 13, 14, 2014. I was in Texas and I was uh, having dinner with, it was crazy how this worked out, with a group of pastors to uh, the you know the uh, the prison system in kind of southeast Texas, kind of in the Huntsville, Houston area of Texas. Um, these max maximum security prisons and these pastors who you know kind of the area, and they I was with the guy who kind of oversees them, and um, and it was just a yeah. So I'm sitting there having dinner with these these men. All of them are older than me and been doing it a while, and I was kind of sitting across from this guy and. I kind of just started asking questions. I was really curious, just talking about him, and he just was not having it. And it was one-word answers. He didn't really care to talk to me. Um, it was kind of, yeah, it started getting boring. And um, any of y'all know me, if it's like, if I'm in a situation where I'm kind of stuck where I am and I can't leave, I'm just going to probably latch on to one person and find some kind of fun, meaningful conversation. So... Uh, I just started probing, and I I asked him. He mentioned something I think earlier in the dinner or that day, and said something about the Texas Rangers and not the baseball team. He talked about the uh, Texas Rangers of if you've ever seen the TV series Lonesome Dove, um, Robert uh, Duvall, Tommy Lee Jones. They played two Texas Rangers, Gus McCray and Woodrow McCall. Um, Great. Anyway, good TV series, but they play Texas Rangers, similar to, um, yeah. So it's it's, it's it's so anyway. It's like he talks about him. Anyway, I started probing. I was just curious because right when I asked him about it, his face lit up. Um, he just started, and I just started. Wow. So my curiosity was spiked. And I just started asking. I mean, I'm sitting there, this guy in ministry. I'm asking questions about ministry, and he he careless to <laughs> talk to me about ministry by talking about Texas Rangers, and he just went off, and he just started talking, and you could tell the inflection in his voice was higher. He was explaining. He was, um, which the Texas Rangers are really fascinating, especially if you. Uh, study the Native Americans back in those days, you know, the Apaches, the Sioux, the Cheyenne, the, you know, all of them were, you know, they were some warriors. And the Comanches were the top of the heap, you know. Some of the, I mean, actually, I think the word Comanche means enemy. So anyone they fought was their enemy. Uh, And here the Comanches had fought off so many different armies, the Spanish Army, the French Army, the U.S. Army. And it took the Texas Rangers with their six shooters to actually fight these Comanches because of their fighting style. Anyway, you can get me all excited because this guy made me excited. And I have also have a friend who, who loves the Texas Rangers talking about that stuff. And just if you've seen Lonesome Dove, you kind of get it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it just started, it really made me start thinking. I'm like, 
man, with his passion and my curiosity, it turned into a great conversation. It actually was a boring night, did not bore that. So it made me start thinking, what are people passionate about? So um, it just makes a fun conversation, but also you get to know someone. You can kind of unpack more. You can, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think many of us are in social situations and sometimes anxiety comes with that. Sometimes we don't know what to do. Sometimes we're worried about saying the wrong thing or we have to say the right thing, presenting this right mask. But really, it's uh, it's all about just sometimes with people, it's just about being curious and being curious about what they're passionate about. That this is what makes us, you know, human, you know? What are the things that, you know, get us up in the morning? What makes us, uh, what do we think about? What do we interact with? What do we, what do we read about? What, what movies do we watch? What do we, you know, different things that we do, activities. And you, you'll just see a difference in people. And it's amazing. Um, just even facial expressions, the countenance, the energy in the room. Um, so that's just kind of something, a, uh, a tool that I kind of have in my own just life pocket here. Um yeah, I definitely do with my job, but, you know, if we're, one, we're more aware of our story, we're, we're more aware of what we're passionate about, and therefore we're probably enjoying life more. But I think a third of learning how to actually interact with that and figure that out and talk with people about it and communicate it, um, you know, being in a nonprofit, I, I know that if I'm passionate about something, I know how to articulate it. Usually um, the money... To do that is a lot simpler. It's a lot easier. It's a lot. It comes versus someone who just kind of robotically, you know, if I'm not passionate about something, I can't give that away to somebody who's sitting in front of me who wants, who's willing to write me a check. You know, I could see that as, you know, as an investor or a, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, speaking to an investor, same way. I mean, I think that we, we've got to figure out what we're passionate about and articulate it just in life in general. Um, also, you know, passionate if you want to build a team around you. Do you want people to follow you if you want to be a leader? Learning how to communicate from a place of passion that's, um, yeah, that kind of grabs people. So, anyway, so that's my challenge to you today. Uh, this is my why of what I do is to f- unpack people's story but also connect with what they're passionate about. And I challenge you to understand your story. Listen to some of those podcasts if you, if you want to check out what the hero's journey is and connect to your story. Um, one of the things about your story I would also recognize is where is shame in your life? Um, sometimes we carry too much shame. It could be something we did wrong, but also shameful. We're just shameful about it. We don't know why we're shameful about it. Um, and really understanding what that is can really lead to healing, but growth so many different things, uh, better relationships, better fr- uh, friendships, better you know work life, um, just better life in general. Um, so yeah, understand your story, uh, and yeah, and just be curious. Be curious. Understand your story. Be passionate. Uh, figure out what you're passionate about, but then be curious about others' passion as well. There's something about curiosity. Um, you know, usually a lot of good ideas come out of boredom, but I think that's that comes because we're curious. We want to, yeah, we want things to change. We don't want things just to stay the same. And being curious kind of is sometimes that 
there's the method of getting over that hump of, into risk taking and being courageous, but starting with curiosity. Um, you know, that was kind of part of me starting this as well. I just was curious about what other people had to say and thought other people need to hear it. And so, um, well, thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you all get a little more perspective on what I'm trying to do. And, uh, yeah, it just meant something to you. And if it does, you've got a comment or question you'd like to ask, please uh, email me, uh, cartwright at thecenterbham.org. That's cartwright at thecenterbham.org. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Take care.